Welcome to Unethical Podcast. listeners we're gonna take a little detour today Richard has some very important things he needs to say before we get started so just bear with us <laughs> yeah no we were okay I told a story on Leroy's show Luna's show about how I used to sleep in, in my piss as a young adult very young 12 15 16 it was 15 or 16 uh 12 from, from 12 to 16 real fast exactly <laughs> like there's not four years in between <laughs> 12, 16, 22. <laughs> 12, 12 is less gross than 16. So I thought I would be like trying to take off. But why am I lying? I, I'm a, I'm a girl. I, I'm just a child. Either way, I was 16 or 15. I'm not sure. One of the two ages. But I used to piss in bed. Then I got a girlfriend and I decided that's a bad idea. I used to piss the bed so I didn't have to get up. That's how lazy I was. Like, fuck that. I'll just piss the bed. My parents wouldn't get mad. So just keep doing it. You know, then I got a girlfriend. So I didn't do it anymore. And then Celeste was asking me the question. Would I keep it? Would I still be pissing the bed if I wasn't with my wife? And the answer is, how drunk am I? That's the real answer. How <laughs> drunk? <laughs> how drunk were you at sixteen? Never. I just did that on purpose. But now the only reason I'm ever going to piss a bed would be me being hammered. I can't rule it out. No. Okay. Look. 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 Let me say. Let me lay some facts on you here. You're 16 years old. All right. You're in like your prime of like physical fitness. You're at that age where using your energy gives you energy. Now you have 40 year old bones and getting up in the night. It makes all of your 40 year old bones crack. It makes far more sense for you to be pissed in the bed now. Oh, for sure. And you know what? I've learned my lesson to not have to get up at night. I just pissed before bed. So maybe in 10 years when I just can't hold it anymore, I'll start pissing the bed. Maybe I'll probably just poke Sarah and be like, I'm sorry, but I've warmed you up, right? And then go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if she'll even feel that when she wakes up, but I, I don't know. Maybe she won't even wake Man, up. Mate, she's a nurse. If you start doing that to her, you're going to wake up with a long-term catheter. <laughs> she's not wrong. <laughs> I didn't even think of that possibility. That's a terrifying possibility. I'm sick of you pissing the bed and just jamming a thing down my pee hole. So I yep. Oh, God. Well, yep, no lignocaine or anything, mate. She's just going to shove that up there. <laughs> <laughs> so the real difference is that you ha- you aren't going to pee the bed now because you're the one who has to change your sheets. His wife does that. Like Richard changes the sheets. <laughs> I actually get the feeling that Richard is very helpful around the house. We, we have a shared yeah. household and we uh, Aww, split duties up. Good. I'm not going to say that I've ever changed the sheets, though, because I can't say that. I would just sleep on them until they fell off. Sarah goes, these are gross now, and then changes them. So I can't really say that I would. I, I would do it, but I've never, because Sarah gets grossed out before I do. You know what I mean? Like, if it ever came to it where I was like, oh, there's a real big tuft of beard hair collecting at the bottom of this. Uh, it's not beard hair. It's not beard. It's not beard hair. Pubes. Whatever. Same thing. No. They feel the same. <laughs> Have you ever felt my beard, Celeste, or my pubes? They feel the exact same. It's the same texture. Yeah, that's that's. that's why are you lying? Have you ever felt my beard? <laughs> 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 
I don't think she's felt yours, but I'm pretty sure she's felt a beard. <laughs> not, but just not yours in particular. Um, tell me that doesn't look like pubes. Tell me. I can't. I can't tell you that. But <laughs> my point is, why are you lying about it? Your beard aren't. Oh no, it'd be both. Like this thing sheds more than my pubes. I don't like. Imagine I had pubes like this. Like my chin is here, girls. <laughs> Huge bush. <laughs> I'm not a hero, guys. You could have some pigtails, some oil, get it nice and smooth. I feel like you're you're giving a good pube routine. Do you got a good pube routine? <laughs> you got a good pube oil for me? Good pube, pube oil uh, recommendation? <laughs> I don't have pubes. <laughs> uh, it's a shame. <sighs> you should just get let them go, girls. Why are why are girls still shaving that? It's weird. Oh, I wax. Oh. Still. I want a woman. I want that shit to grow. I want to know you fucking smashed that puberty and fucking attacked it. Let that shit go. What the? As soon as you wax your vagina, your piss goes everywhere because there's nothing streamlining it, streamlining it, it into the toilet. It goes fucking everywhere. It's like a sprinkler. That's why I don't wax. That's exactly why <laughs> I, I don't wax. I wax in the shower. I don't know who's doing it over the toilet, but that sounds dangerous. <laughs> you're not supposed to piss while you're waxing. That was not the point I was oh, trying to make. Yeah, no, I do not piss while I'm waxing. Oh I'm saying after you've waxed. Okay, so if you want to hover over a public toilet seat, good fucking luck with that. You're going to piss all down your legs. That doesn't happen to me, but okay. <laughs> you just sit on public toilet seats. You're a fucking animal if they have liners <laughs> otherwise i just use the toilet paper that's a waste i thought you cared about the trees <laughs> not when it comes to shitting or pissing fuck uh, that. i don't go in public very often so it's very rare <laughs> personal preferences i just don't like body yeah. hair on me you don't I'm, like body hair yeah. i'm a man covered in body hair i'm insulted <laughs> i don't like it on me i don't care about it's on your own body your hair's fine, just not on her well, body. Well, shave your head then. You seem to like the fucking eyebrows you got going on there. Got Get rid of those eyebrows. They don't scratch me where I don't want them to be scratching. <laughs> Dick, are you circumcised? I am, which is unfortunate. I is think Oscar? No, that's barbaric. Who would cut a piece of a kid's dick off? That's so weird to me. Yeah, my boys aren't. You're goddamn fucking right. And I feel the same way about that that I feel about waxing. It doesn't need to be altered. Just leave it the fuck alone. It's made that way <laughs> because it functions in prime form that way. Leave it alone. That's not a choice that like the child can make. If you want to rip out your body hair, darling, you go for it. Oh, yeah. You guys are not going to stop me from doing what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't convince you to let your pubes grow. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> but I, I legitimately believe that. I feel bad for women with the fucking Cosmopolitan magazines, the little teenage girl. But if you do it because you feel more comfortable, Tally, fucking right. I say give her yeah. on the whole thing. You feel more comfortable, fine. But I just don't want you to feel like, I know not you specifically, but anyone in general, from a man's point of view or the lesbians apparently, uh nobody's <laughs> gonna care nobody's gonna be like oh i'm done with you like why are you shaving your leg why do girls shave their legs it doesn't make it never made sense to me actually shaving your legs um not that i'm like a proponent of that i don't generally do, i'm very unattractive but my point is <laughs> that 
it feels amazing. Nothing yeah. in this world feels as good as shaving your legs and getting into mm. like a bed with clean sheets. Oh, I it is so life changing. Yes. Well, I'm gonna try it then. If it's that, oh, if do it, it. I will. I'm gonna fucking shave my two legs and get in some pillows and blankets. I'll film it for everyone. Don't wear pajamas. Literally straight into clean sheets. Just bare legs. It is the best thing ever. Like I'm, I I have like hair on my chest and my back and everything. One time I lost a bet to someone. And if I lost, I had to shave my chest and I I lost and I shaved my chest and I, it was the worst experience in my life. Would have been so itchy. Oh yeah. And even when it was off, like, you know, Velcro feeling like when I was putting my shirt on, it was just like catching on my shirt. Like I hated it from the whole thing, the whole start to end. When you go to the salon, they make you wax your butthole too. Just say, and imagine that in your butthole. <laughs> See, that's the one I feel like would be the best because no. you actually got a shit, and then there's like, like you shit every day, you know. Are you, do you have a follow up point? What are you, do you do? You look a bit like a sheep, do you, Richard? I was just gonna be like, uh, the only place to shave is my butthole, but I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> the only hair I maintain on my entire body. It's not worth it. I'm telling you, just get wet wipes. They make them flushable now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> fancy just go to like the local sheep farm and just on the crutching days and they'll (laughs) they'll help you out (laughs) just get a really good friend i don't know if i'm down with that but like i would shave your butthole richard because i care about you no i know it's It's glad to see that the feeling isn't mutual but you know what yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I wouldn't mind someone shaving my butthole, but I would never want to shave someone's butthole. So, like, I can't put myself in for, like, getting the shave if I'm not willing to give the shave. Do you know what I mean? So I'd have to be, I'd have to stand down. As much as getting my butthole shaved by someone would sound, sounds phenomenal, actually. But I just can't get in there with a razor. I would never be able to do it. I'm sorry. You don't use a razor, you use clippers. Super fast. <laughs> you do not want one of those like shitty fucking disposable razor cuts on your fucking anus. Let me tell you. No. <laughs> no. You get a shaver though. You want that thing fucking clipping something. I remember the the hairdresser always being like, I, "If you move, I'm gonna cut your ear off." Imagine just getting one of the folds of the old brown eye. Bang, ah! <laughs> That's why you need a friend to do it for you because one person spreads and one person shaves. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. I can't, though. I'm, I, I appreciate the offer. If that was an offer, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll just. So, what, what you're really saying, Richard, is you're, you're not a backdoor man. Oh, I, I've. <laughs> we get it. We're really getting into fucking shit today. <laughs> We're getting into shit today, are we? Um, I guess literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a good old fashioned prostate massage. Never heard anyone. Okay. I said this yesterday when I was on stage, so I'll talk to you guys both today. When you look at a girl and girls, okay, when a guy comes, it's like, oh, 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 and then it's over. That's the end of it, right? Uh, girls look like they're having way more fun than dudes. It doesn't seem fair. Sex does not seem on the fair. Like girls are screaming. Legs are fucking flying everywhere. They're squirt, <laughs> dude. They can squirt and then keep going. There's more to it after that. So like, okay, wait, can I interrupt for just a minute? I just want to make it clear. If we go strictly by numbers, men always finish. Women almost never do until they reach a certain point in their life where they actually like fall in love with someone who gives a fuck about it. If they ever do. 
So I'm just saying numbers wise, you may, you may enjoy it. Like it may be less intense, but you get it far more frequently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's the, sure. And I, I agree with that dudes. Most times are like, ah, did you come? Doesn't matter. I did high five. And then it's over. Uh, I get that. But make me a sandwich it, on a <laughs> equal to exactly the equal to equal basis of like what an orgasm and what that, that whole for a girl and a guy, it just doesn't seem if, if guys should have be uh, generous lovers and make sure or whomever significant others should be making each other have their orgasm before it's over. It should be like that. If it's not like that, that's just not fair in the world. That sucks. But if everything you equal doesn't look fair in that respect. Right. But that's what I equate a prostate massage to getting a girl orgasm. Oh my God, buddy. I was shaking my leg like a fucking dog, like a dog getting its ass sh- uh, pet, you know, it was like, Oh yeah, it was great. It was a good time. So am I a butthole guy? Eh, but I did enjoy it. I'm not going to say no to that. I'm not going to be like, but it's not an everyday occurrence, Christy. It's uh, is it Valentine's day today? Finger my butt. You know what I mean? Something like that. <laughs> I've gotten very honest. Is there any way you can segue from that, Celeste? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even up today. Yeah. Oh, tell me. <laughs> Is there any segue in that at all? <laughs> no. We could have segued this when we were talking about the phones. We were talking about phones. Yeah, iPhones versus Samsungs, and I was like, we're not even recording, so I'm not going to say shit. <sighs> iPhones suck. I'll say it again. I got a new computer. I got an Apple computer, so it goes with all of my, all of my other things: my watch, my phone, my iPad. Anyone have Samsung, Android? Droid. I got a Droid. Good times. Have you ever wondered like which battery lasts longer? Ah, uh, no, I haven't actually. I reckon Richards would. Why his specifically? Uh, oh no, like Androids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only Richard's phone. No, it's because women women are too busy using the vibrate on theirs. It kills the battery a lot faster. <laughs> I think that uh, as long as it lasts 24 hours, I don't really care. You know, it's yeah. not 24, like 16. Because I, whenever I go to bed and I can unplug it for the day and I go to bed and plug it back in, that's all I care about. So I've never thought of like, who's longer? Because every phone I've ever had does that. First yeah. man who hasn't been thinking about whose is longer. <laughs> yeah, mine's small. <laughs> it's like a it's like a button on a fur coat anyways keep going okay well um i can tell you a story about a couple of couple of phones that were out in the wilderness and the girls that uh the phones belonged to were not using them for the vibration i'll tell you that i was gonna say what were two phones just doing out in the wilderness like having a picnic or (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some unanswered phone calls, I guess. Ooh. Huh. That's kind of fun. And one lasted significantly longer than the other. I see what's going on. See, that's that's actually a good reason to want your phone battery to last, because if you just don't you can't charge it, you need it to escape some sort of peril. That's right. Well, this story begins with Chris Kramers and Lizanne Froon who were college student or college roommates from the Netherlands that decided to take a summer vacation in Panama. The goal for this trip was like a teaching learning experience. Uh, the pair had planned the trip for months in advance uh, as a vacation mixed with volunteer work at local schools to learn Spanish themselves in the process. Sorry, quick question. Did they go to Panama City? 
Take me down to the power. I was about city. to do it. I was literally, it was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, so this is also a way for the girls to celebrate Lizanne's, uh, it might be Lisan. I'm sorry, I might be saying her name wrong. Lisan's uh, graduation from college. Sounds sounds fun to me. I'd, I'd love to go to Panama, but I didn't finish college. <laughs> Is there a Panama? Okay, they went down. Okay, sorry. I, I got confused for a second. I thought they were, she was graduating college in Panama. I'm like, people go to college in Panama? I thought that was a vacation place, but they were down there celebrating. E- ah. Correct. Mm. They are. They were going to college in the Netherlands where they're from. Understood. Okay. So they're Dutchies. They are Dutchies. They are. Okay. So the trip began on March 15th, 2014, with a two-week hiking excursion through the Panamanian wilderness, after which the pair planned to spend the next four weeks doing volunteer work at local schools while being hosted by a family who so graciously offered housing to them. So the girls had met uh, another pair of Dutch tourists also vacationing in Panama. So having that in common and being around the same age, the girls would spend most of their free time hanging out with these boys. Mm, boys yep going to beaches general sightseeing etc etc they were having the time of their lives nice. has anybody been to panama like is it nice there i know they have the canal which is cool but like is it i guess it's southern enough where it's like a hot country i don't know anything about panama so mm. trying to see why you'd leave weed smoking fucking uh netherlands you know what i mean yeah, yeah. They, they yes it is <laughs> gorgeous there there's mountains volcanoes lots of things to see uh it's you know lots of ocean around them because it's a relatively smaller island um and then the continental divide of course yeah it's cool um uh their intent was to learn spanish in exchange for the work that they're providing so the girls began staying with the host family on march 29th shortly thereafter they decided to enjoy an afternoon by themselves to explore the city of boquette for unknown reasons, the girls brought the host's family's dog, Blue, along with them. Uh, Chris and Lizanne had lunch with their Dutch friends. Then they all went to the beach together. It was at this point that the girls split up from the group and took a taxi to the trailhead of the well-known La Pianista Trail surrounding the Baru volcano. And this information was found on the Facebook post on July 1st, 2014 from Lizanne's account. I always want to go to a volcano. I don't know why. Cuando el perro llamando azul regreso a casa solo. Wow. Holy. That sounded official. Is that one like Richard ate a potato? Is that what that one means? I heard at least two colors in there and then house. Yeah, blue. Yep. What was it again? Say it again. Cuando el perro llamando azul regreso a casa solo. Cuando is when. What was it? Perro? Dog. It's about the dog. They took yeah. the dog back to the house. The blue. The dog's name is Blue. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll translate that for you. I'm sorry. I had to throw it in there. Just. To, I thought we okay. just did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite. You guys did really well. We did a great job. Which word's potato? <laughs> <laughs> um, so when the dog named Blue uh, made its way back home alone. The host family thought this was pretty odd, but possibly due to cultural differences, there were not immediately uh, alarms going off. Uh, in fact, the host family did call Lisanne's mother that night to see if she had heard from Lisanne that day. Um, her mother stated she hadn't, but 
they all decided together that considering they were 20 somethings on vacation, that they were probably just out enjoying the nightlife of the city. I want to know how fucked up they think Dutch people are that they just let a dog run home and then go back somewhere else. Like Exactly my question. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is abandoning dogs like a cultural standard over there? As far as, as far as I know, Dutch people don't do that, but I can find out. <laughs> They're probably high. That's what she thought. They're probably high. Yeah. It's a cultural difference. <laughs> It's a stereotype. All Dutch people are always wasted. <laughs> Heavily indulging on things. I Cultural difference. I like it. Eating lots of brownies. Um, concerns started to increase the next day with still no word from the girls. Chris and Lisanne were no shows to a scheduled hiking tour at 9 a.m. Tuesday, April 2nd with a local well-seasoned tour guide that we will call We'll call what? F, as in Foxtrot. Uh, quick question. Um, is this a conspiracy episode or a regular episode? Probably conspiracy. Okay, cool. The mindset is different. I'm ready. The mindset is different. <laughs> On the case. Elf. <laughs> Elf. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> By his own accord, at F had met the girls the previous day of their disappearance to schedule the walking tour. The event was actually suggested by the host mother, Miriam, to Lisanne as a way to spend their free time that day. So F owns a coffee farm and property surrounding La Pianista. And his exhibit was well known to locals as a like, really fun, engaging experience for tourists. I have a question. Do you know F's name? Are you just holding it back from us? Or is it like secret the whole thing? I know his name. I'm not saying it because the case is closed. And I was like, because what you just did, like I could Google and probably find out who F is. Yes. You know what I mean? This I is public like... information. Anyone can find out who he is. There's actually um, reviews about his tour. Go I ahead and read them. Oh, I thought his I name you. was like the smoking gun. Oh, Where at the end, you're going to be like, and that man's name was. Fernando. Like, okay. Cool. <laughs> no, I would name him, but because he we'll see. So F and the girls had a friendly chat the day prior where they told him about the reasons for their trips and things of that nature. So F wondered if they simply forgot about their appointment and took it upon himself to look for them without notifying anyone first. That's kind of douchey. Like you could probably ask for help. Yep. So he knew he'd be volunteering at the school. Uh, so he went there and the lady in charge of the school, also known to F personally, uh, stated she had not seen them and in turn notified Miriam of the situation by phone. This tour guide went looking for them by himself. Yes. Isn't he like working? Yeah. Where are the other pe- tourists that he's supposed to be taking? I'm weirded out by F. Yeah. Uh, in, in a way. Maybe F is probably one of the better people to go look, though, because he's probably in and out of that area all the time versus like if you call cops, like what do they know? They don't they probably hang out in the cities and shit like that. If you're lost anyways, uh, the fact that he gives a fuck enough to even look like I'm sure tourists no show all the time. Tourists are flaky. They get too drunk. They miss. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, everyone seemed to be under the assumption that they were partying the night before so that would make sense right Weird. like they were yeah. hung over or something and why 
bother go looking for them. So how, how long have they been missing for now? Just a day? This, yeah, overnight. So Miriam was actually away from the home at the time she was notified, but being concerned for the safety of the girls, she gave F and the woman uh, from the school permission to use a spare key to have a look inside for the girls. The two adults wow. were in the house for 30 minutes alone before Miriam turned uh, before Miriam returned to help relocate the missing girls. Okay. I, I don't know if I would let some random people into my house. You said she recommended the tour, though. She knows this guy. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Because Lisanne and Miriam were having a conversation on the first about what to do for their free afternoon that day. So maybe somewhere along that conversation, she said, why don't you take my dog, too? He could use a walk, you know? So, I mean, some things kind of fit. Yeah. The trio began to organize a neighborhood search, again, without prompting authorities for assistance. Hours go by before F finally notified the police of the situation at 5 p.m. They've been missing since 9 a.m. The police quickly put together a ground search party with dogs on the trail, but because it was late in the evening and heavy fog setting in, it took until the morning of April 3rd for authorities to finally launch an aerial search for the girls' last known whereabouts, as well as continued ground searches of the town and surrounding forest areas at this time. Not a clue was found throughout the search. Do they still have that rule where someone has to be missing for like 24 hours before they can go looking for them? Like, is this why they waited? Like, do they think they're just going to pop up or something? You know, personally, I think they waited under reasonable suspicion against them. Maybe that's kind of what I'm getting. Like they have some sort of information. Yeah. And let me explain um, kind of uh, Lisanne's and Chris's living quarters with them so they they had a house and it was a pretty big family you know um i think about five lived in the home plus some smaller children and so they actually had a room to themselves that was off the house but still attached so it was a completely separate entrance to their room that uh f and the woman from the school were in they were just in this room where they were occupant occupying so they weren't really in the house but they were in the girl's space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all you have to do is walk in and see that they're not there. Right. There's no reason to hang around in the house for 30 minutes. And not notify the police that they're not there. That is really weird. Like, they, they've been missing a long time, don't get me wrong. But in the grand scheme of things, it's been, what, a day that they think they're missing? So to even go in there at this point, I feel like is overkill. They could just be out touristing somewhere else. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a weird, like, over and under reaction. Yep. Yeah. Why not go to, like, local restaurants where they were the day of, or, you know, the day of their disappearance? That would seem more okay, you know, as as a stranger to these girls. How did they get set up with this woman again? The house mother? I'm not sure. I think it was just kind of, like, in this um, work service ad type of deal. Like she, like, do you know if she, the mother responded to them or they responded to the mother? That I don't know. Mm. It, I know I, in the articles and YouTube videos I watched, it said that the housing was offered to them. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's probably similar to what um, in Australia, I don't know if you guys have it in your country, but it's called wolfing. We definitely don't that. It's probably named something not. Yeah. I was like, we have that, but it doesn't mean that. 
<laughs> willing, <laughs> willing work willing workers on organic farms so <laughs> oh. there's a website so you can go to the website and there's all these farms all over australia that um offer free accommodation and um uh, and uh so like room and board um for yeah. in exchange for picking the fruit and stuff like that yeah so i think that's kind of the deal only they helped with like the housework and stuff yeah. because they knew that they would be volunteering at the schools where the, their children went or at least mm-hmm. grandchildren you know it could have been a multi-generational home which would make yeah. sense you yeah. know culturally yeah so it's probably something similar like that like in you get free room and board in exchange for helping around the house and and volunteering at the school yeah yeah that's not um, a rare thing like especially when you're teaching abroad and stuff like that right especially when you could use more hands at home too you yeah. know like hey <laughs> I don't feel yeah. like I'm asking too much of you because I'm letting you stay in my house, you know, so wash yeah, the dishes on like... these days. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Take my dog for a walk. Take my dog for a walk. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. See how we just tied those dots together. Okay. Yep. We solved it. <laughs> the dog did it. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> Our first dog offender. El Piero Llamado Azul. That's what RJ would have said. That's what RJ would have said. And I'm just following RJ's lead. The dog did it. Okay, RJ. <laughs> yeah, RJ's my favorite. Oh, fuck you. He's everybody's favorite. Same. <laughs> I don't blame you. He's hilarious. Yeah. Good dude. Another three days went by and the girl's families had arrived in Panama now to help search for their missing daughters. Along with them were the Netherlands Federal Police and a $2,500 reward was put up by local officials for the return of Chris and Lausanne. The search continued on with no prevail. And on April 13th, authorities decided to pull back the search efforts as daily aerial and foot searches were steadily coming up empty. With high suspicions of foul play, the family increased the reward to $30,000 to keep the girl's case in the limelight. It was at this point that highly trained cadaver dogs were brought in and searched for 10 days, which came up empty as well. So did they, did they suspect foul play simply because they were in like, uh, like more of like a poor country? Like they thought that maybe this was like a kidnap for ransom kind of thing. Um, Yes, that was one of their suspicions. And also just like the really weak investigation. But the thing is, is they didn't know that it wasn't set out until almost 24 hours after they were last seen Mm -hmm. like the initial report didn't even go until approximately 24 hours okay so things got really kebobbled and then the family was the ones who requested cadaver dogs because i mean they knew yeah the thing about cadaver dogs that i never understood and i've been listening to a bunch of podcasts where cadaver dogs have been relevant but like lots of people die everywhere you know, how did we know that the cadaver dogs aren't just confused or like even with those cadaver dogs, like how do they not find anything, whether it's the two people or not? Like, how are you walking around Panama and not finding any dead people like people die everywhere? And these cadaver dogs can find people dead like 200 years ago, like the real good ones. Mm-hmm. They, they have a guy who's digging up like Civil War veterans in fucking mass graves in weird fields in America and like identifying people from that because these cadaver dogs are doing it. Like, I just, I don't understand how the cadaver dog thing works. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. In a situation like this, like, it's not like broad range cadaver dogs. It's typically like they'll give a dog their scent. 
that dog will find their scent somewhere and then they'll bring in the cadaver dog to see if they can locate decomposition there as well. Yep. That's exactly what they did. So they brought the dogs to the girls' rooms, had one for Lisa or, you know, a group for Lisa and then a group for Chris. So they were like specifically smelling for their pheromones. I got you. So, I mean, luckily there was shit left behind because otherwise where are they going to find the scent to begin with? Yeah. And their family was there to identify that this was actually their items, right? This wasn't the house mother just saying, yeah, this was totally hers. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. So a bit, this was a big investigation from, from the third or whatever until the 13th. So they did a 10 day big, big search, but nothing was found. Nothing. 10 days is a long time. Amelia Earhart got less than that. She was like an American hero. You can cover a lot of ground in 10 days. Yes. Especially with search parties of the size and resources. Were they, sta- were they staying in a like a big city or were they like in a small town? Um, you know what? It was the city of Boquette, uh, but I'm not sure the size of it. But that is very close <laughs> to the Continental Divide because that's where okay. the La Pianista Trail leads to. Right. At some point, one of those entrances, I think there was six, um, but they knew which one uh, the girls were dropped off at because the taxi driver, of course, said this is the one I dropped them off at and the Facebook post. And I assume they investigated the taxi driver. Correct. OK, so two months later on June 14th. Hold on, let me start that over. That should be way more dramatic. OK, two months later. sorry do you want me to put a big dramatic flourish in there i'll do that (laughs) on it on june 14th a local woman was foraging in the woods when she spotted a bright blue backpack on a dry spot of land in the middle of the woods seemingly placed there on purpose the woman looked around but there was no one else in sight All the locals had heard the news of the ongoing search for the two missing tourists, so she turned the pack back over to authorities. First smart person. Yeah. With this whole disappearance. Yeah. First person like, yeah, let's get some actually help with this. First person that was like, I found something. I'm immediately identifying or notifying police. Did she try to get the reward? (laughs) She didn't just take it home and throw it in the closet. She's just like, should probably give this to the police. She knew about the investigation. Did she try to get the reward? I No. Yeah. Because it was for the reward of the return of Chris and Lizanne, not their items. Not any leads? Nope. You're going to get a lot further if you offer a reward for leads. Just saying. Yeah. True. True. I just looked up the I just looked up the population and Boquette City only has 19,000 people. So oh, that's very small. Yeah. So it's not massive. Um, changes the police too right it changes who we have as exactly police officers. that's what i was thinking like if it, i was thinking like small town like you like yeah you've got one cop car so <laughs> i was yeah, thinking yeah. if if boquette city was like where you live then obviously the police aren't going to have as many resources to look for them volunteer deputies and elected sheriffs yeah yeah, yeah. no the police had plenty of resources Okay. Yeah, if you're looking at it too, and I'm assuming that's 19,000 population, but it's probably quadruples because it's probably a tourist destination. So they probably have actually a, 
a, probably a bigger police force than we're giving credit for because very true yeah and they brought in mm-hmm. netherlands because it was a dual country investigation oh, of course yes is, is Panama, I feel like maybe this is a weird tangent, but I feel like Panama is like a, like a, it's not really a country. It's like a territory for someone too. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I don't even know where Panama is. South America. Yeah. Like where Mexico and South America meet like right in the middle there. Okay. So inside the backpack were items belonging to Lisan and Chris. The contents of the pack were all well organized and appeared to have no damage. This seemed extremely odd to investigators considering they searched the area where the backpack was located and found nothing at the time. Mm. Even if it had been missed in the search, there had been um, multiple heavy rainstorms and thunderstorms since the girls went missing. Mm-hmm. F and F, am I right? F and F. F and F. F, and yeah. F. So now he's planting evidence or someone's planting evidence. So inside the backpack was two sets of shades, sunglasses, 83 US dollars, Lizanne's passport, an empty water bottle, Lisanne's camera, two bras, and both the girls' phones in perfect condition, just completely drained batteries bras bras folded that's neatly odd thing to take hiking that is so weird okay so even if they were like it's an odd thing to take off hiking oh yeah, yeah. for sure you want extra support for the ladies when you're hiking oh yeah yeah so when you have to jump over logs and stuff you don't want black eyes nope <laughs> <laughs> are you okay is there like a criminal presence, like a like a militia or some shit like that lives in the wood? Like it just feels weird that a tourist guy would do this. If you're in like some weird, like poor South American country, there might just be like revolutionaries doing this shit. You know what I mean? Like people trying to living in the jungle trying to fuck you up. So I'm wondering if there's any type of Well, this isn't too far from the Columbia warfare. Because Colombia, if I'm if I'm not incorrect, which I probably am, is right next to it, like right under Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's what divides Mexico and uh, Colombia, right? It would be that little dip, Panama. Yeah, so that's a good point. That being said, you'd think there'd be a hostage, uh, a ransom demand. Yeah, or they just like use them as sex toys and fuck them up and then just left their shit for everyone to find, leave us alone. You know, like... Didn't get say that their typical modus operandi <laughs> is that they'll kidnap you and hold you for as long as they can continue to take money out of your account yeah that that would make sense too yeah is their credit card getting racked up you know or all their travelers checks or whatever the fucking netherlands people have i don't know <laughs> did they have their money were they robbed like is there any money in there no, it was 83 dollars in cash huh and a passport to identify who it belongs to yeah, those are valuable. Those would be valuable to like a little militia. The money plus the passports would both be very valuable. This sounds like someone wants it definitively linked to the girls. Like it was, it was like strategically staged. That's true too. Huh. What was on the camera? We'll get there. Okay, my bad. So as soon as detectives gained access to the phones, they knew they were in for a harrowing tale yet to be told through the latest and greatest in technological forensics. Oh, no. It was discovered 
that mere hours after Chris and Lisanne began their hike, they were already in trouble. Fuck. At 4.39 p.m., Chris made the first of many calls to 112, which if I uh, am understanding correctly, that is um, a emergency line that you can use internationally that will connect you to your local emergency center, call center. Fuck. Hmm. Yeah. So I could call 112 from Canada and put me through to 911. To where you are. Yes. To your 911. Never heard of that. Yeah. Never heard of that. Good to know. Smart girls, though, prepared. They had planned this trip for six months and they went through their emergency protocols many a plenty of times, even with their families. God, I couldn't imagine being those girls' mother. Like, you know, you can't stop them, but fuck. Yeah, I can't wait till my kids leave. So you want them to go to Panama? I can't wait till my kids go to fucking Colombia. I hope they bring a machete. Bring yourself a machete. You're going to need it. Fuckheads. Go. Okay. So the first call was at 439. Second call happened at 4.51 from Lisanne's phone. Uh, she attempted the 112 number as well, and neither call could be connected due to dense forest areas. Both phones were turned off for the rest of the night. Oh, turned off. I wonder if maybe they just got lost and they wanted to preserve battery. It's definitely something. It, it, uh, I would do that. If I couldn't get through, I'd be like, let's turn it off. Let's go find a mountain tomorrow. You know, we'll go find a hill. Mm. yeah climb a tree yep that would be my thing yeah. <laughs> do a telly <laughs> like give me the rope let's do this thing <laughs> if i had rope i always have rope i'm always prepared to climb trees <laughs> glad i specified what the rope was for <laughs> i've got rope too uh, of course you do christy <laughs> <laughs> Christy's just ready to climb bushes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm the one getting tied up here. <laughs> all right. I'm not surprised by that at all. Not oh, me we're just getting to know each other uh, so well today. Let's see what happens when we haven't seen each other in a week. It's fun. <laughs> Let me talk to you about my genitals. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> I miss you. Can you tell me I have a nice vagina? I miss you. Let me shave your butthole. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. I just missed you. This is the way we show we love each other. Wink it. I need to get in there. Anyways. <laughs> it's a bush sandwich. <laughs> Not if you're here, Tally. <laughs> yeah, you're just the... <laughs> it's a ham sandwich with Tally there. <laughs> oh, pulled pork. <laughs> oh, oh well now i'm hungry yeah me too <laughs> nothing a, a good old open face reuben would be amazing right now <laughs> oh dude for real though <laughs> no sauerkraut i'm so glad i've never come face to face with one of them man i don't know what i'd do <laughs> <laughs> just wait just wait man Give it 40 years, it'll be a fucking grilled cheese. <laughs> it'll flap in the wind. <laughs> like a flag. Half mass today. <laughs> We're missing Chris and the Zen. I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. Anyway. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't recovered yet, so I missed in. 
be serious. There's missing girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Whew, you guys are a rowdy bunch for this crazy story. Richard started it. He did. My fault. The next morning, starting at 6.58 a.m., the next emergency call was made from Lisanne's phone. Then at 8.14 a.m., Chris tried calling 112, and again, no service was available to either phone. Do you think they're arguing with each other? Like, one one call 112. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. I'll try my fucking phone. Like, <laughs> it's not that much time in between. Like, you think the girl's lying to you? Why are you calling again right away? <laughs> Unless they got high on a mountain or something. Didn't you say this was, like, the battle between, like, a fucking Android and... Yeah. Like, did one of them have an Android and one of them have a fucking iPhone? Yes. Chris yeah. had an iPhone and Lisanne had a Samsung. So it is a battle. It is a battle. Mm-hmm. Who can get the service, I'm sure, is what they're doing. Yeah. Your stupid iPhone could never get service in a mountainous bush like this. <laughs> oh, it shows us a fucking X. <laughs> X marks the spot. We should be here. <laughs> Uh, attempts to call 112 and 911 were then made every two hours from Lisanne's phone for the next two days. And did they keep the other phone off so the battery lasted? I believe so, yes. Smart ladies. Very clever. Because there's just nothing on the on their call records that authorities, you know, this is where the information came from was the call records. As they could get in their phones, like the police, that's a hard task even today to get inside of locked phone. Like, I don't know if they were locked or whatever. Maybe they're just easily open. But you, if you don't have someone's face scan, especially with those iPhones, fuck you. Good luck. And then, did they have face scanner in 2014? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure their parents maybe knew their code or something. They probably had like a, a file, like an emergency file. Are you easy to kidnap due to small physical stature, predictable patterns, or good old-fashioned low intelligence? Are you easily lost or incapacitated due to poor sense of direction, clumsiness, or good old-fashioned low intelligence? If you answered both of those questions in the affirmative, you sound a lot like me. And if you are like this zero-time award-winning podcast host, you're also ugly. Here at Unethical Podcast, we believe in personal safety and peace of mind for ourselves and our loved ones. That's why we've partnered with HelpYouFind.me. If something were to happen to you and your loved ones want to find you fast, they can simply follow their exclusive link provided by you to a folder containing your secure information, including itineraries for travel, passwords for your devices and accounts, and unfiltered photographs for your missing persons poster that actually look like you. All of your data is encrypted and cannot be accessed by anyone but you and those who have your permission, so no one will know you're not really good looking unless it's an emergency. So you keep filtering those selfies and removing those unflattering tags with the comfort of knowing you will be recognized by strangers from your missing persons poster if you ever end up on one. Making changes to your peace of mind folder is as easy as sending a text message so it can be updated on the go. Whether it's sharing an ID for your cab driver, or sharing a license plate from that creepy guy you went on a date with, or even just updating your friends on a delay. Right now, if you sign up for any helpyoufind.me services, you will receive 15% off with our exclusive code UNETHICAL15. To sign up or for more information, you can click the link in the description. Stay safe, everyone, and most of all, stay ugly. Your secret is safe with helpyoufind.me.
call like AT&T or whatever and be like, listen, unlock these no, phones for me now. No, you can't. No, you can't. They will never open up a phone for you. You have to get it forensically opened by a fucking Oh, that's what team. I mean. That's what I mean. The forensic people are asking them. They, the they could just they just figured out like recently how to open up an iPhone 7. Hmm. Just recently. They just have the oh technology now for an iPhone 7. We're at iPhone 12s now. Well, somehow they know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm just saying I'm surprised they could get in because I know it's fucking hard. I'm just listening to like, anyways, I'm listening to a different podcast right now and they just figured out how to do it. Where's Ow. the, where is this case? The one that you're talking about? The one I'm, it's to live and die in LA. So it's an American case? Yeah. Yeah. It's in LA. Well, I assumed, but I didn't want to assume, you know? Yeah. Bloody Americans. Um, so only one attempt connected for approximately two seconds the morning of July, uh, April 1st. Excuse me. That's a significant jump. That's yeah. really impressive battery. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was between April 3rd and April 5th that the phones were turned on periodically to check for service. Both periodically. One was turned on, then turned off, and the other one was turned on and turned off. Uh, unfortunately, a signal was never found. Uh, Lisanne's phone was never turned on again after this point. So that was the Samsung. Okay. So it lasted four days in the woods. That's crazy. Um, on April 6th, there were attempts made to access Chris's phone using the wrong pin. Oh, Ooh. oh, I just got like goosebumps. That freaked me out. Yeah. Two more unsuccessful attempts were made the next day. <sighs> on April 10th, the wrong pin was entered once again. And on April 11th, Chris's phone was active for one hour from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then the battery died. Active, like no calls, but on. Yes. I don't like any of this. I don't like any of it. No. I... no. They must have guessed it. Somebody must have guessed it or. Or they had her. Mm. Yeah, that's even scarier. Maybe it just took her that long to crack. Now, let's <sighs> get into Celeste's question. No. The photographs taken with the camera were relatively normal in the first set of images uh, post-April 1st. The photos leading up to their arrival to the summit portrayed the girls to be enjoying their hike. Uh, According to investigators from reading the timestamps, they established that the girls had made it to the summit around 1 p.m. that day. So this information did not corroborate with the taxi driver's statement to the police that he dropped the girls off around 1 40 p.m <gasps> it's the taxi driver is it the whole town is this a whole town of like dutch haters well the boys are fine they're still alive they were questioned by police women haters he-man woman haters club he-man woman haters club what <laughs> jesus fuck <laughs> what boys the dutch friends that she met up with they met they met two other people from uh, the Netherlands, while they're there and they're boys. That's who they spent a lot of their time with. Yeah. But not this day, apparently. Right. They separated from the group for whatever reason. Um, almost all of the photos taken were selfies of them smiling together with the sun shining brightly all around them. However, things became much more suspicious as the timestamps went on. Damn it! After the summit selfie was taken, the ambiance of the photos began to change. Instead of the girls being close to one another, they were now a good distance apart, and Lisanne was never seen on camera again. 
They were fighting about their phones. Still. You let your battery die. <laughs> you still shave your pubes? <sighs> <laughs> You're not my best friend anymore. <laughs> you could have pube braids like me. Chris seemed to be hurrying along the trail in front of whoever was taking the photos at this time. Chris was no longer smiling at all and no other photos were taken until the middle of the night on April 8th in complete darkness. I feel like that's not a purposeful picture. That's like a thing getting dropped on and just like click the shutter. You know, I feel like that's using the flash. Oh, good call. But it would be complete darkness then, would it? It would be if you're just shooting blind. In the Panamanian wilderness, in the forest where there is no streetlights. That's scary. And there was like a lot of storms and stuff happening. So I'm sure it was like cloudy, probably not a lot of stars, not minimal moonlight. Yeah, that sounds like they just got wigged out by a sound in the night and they didn't want to use their phones. This is a nightmare. That's actually a nightmare. That's terrifying. Especially when you're fighting with your best friend about who has a better phone. Mm. Your bush. That's, That's true. There is no telling what these photos were taken for, but an image was captured every two minutes with flash. Investigators can't confirm who was taking the photos, but out of the 90 images found after April 8th, one was very daunting. It was just an image of a close-up of Chris's hair. Oh, okay. That doesn't freak me out as much. But they couldn't identify if it was the top of her head, the back of it, possibly showing an injury of some sort, but there was no blood. At least it wasn't like creepy clown hair, you know, just something out of the ordinary. At least it was them. Can you see this picture? It's a very ominous photo. Does someone want to pull it up? Oh, you can find it. Okay, I want to look. It's very creepy. I don't like it at all. It was just a blonde tuft of hair. Blonde, yep, because she was naturally blonde, and Lisanne had like kind of sandy brown oh hair. Oh god, it's so weird. F and F, I haven't forgot about you, F. And then there's just one more little thing. Uh, so other images showed they were near a cliff at one point, and other nonsensical images were also found, like floating particles of dust on a trail, um, trees, candy wrappers odd stacks of mud or piles of mud is this before or after the hair or do we know the sequence of these like is the hair the last photo on the entire thing um i believe the cliff was the last photo but i i don't yeah. know the order i'm sorry no that's okay i'm just but it's it's just in those 90 images and like i said it, it, flash was portrayed every two minutes so people think that maybe they were trying to capture something following them, signaling for help, or like uh, Celeste said, trying to see just what's in front of them because it's so dark. What day was the, like, how long had they been lost when this photo was taken of her hair? Seven days. Her hair is not even a little bit greasy. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm like, someone's got to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it actually looks super, yeah, it looks super clean. And I'm sorry, if you're in a rainy, muddy, dense forest, you're going to be sweating. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're, she was hurriedly walking in those uh, photos from the first. 
she was walking really fast and and continuing on the trail she was continuing north like you would past the summit so why why continue north if if something scared you why continue on on the trail exactly and there's a picture that looks like you can see her teeth like there's a close-up like someone's obviously zoomed it in there looks like her hair's covering her face and you can see like a nostril and like her mouth is open we'll link them in the description form i'll link this this exact link i'm looking at it has every photo they took the entire vacation thank you very much june 14th the backpack was found and then on june 19th so five days later local tour guide f just so happens to spot a pair of neatly folded jean shorts on a rock near the rio culebra is that a river or yes that's the river that's on the la pianista trail where f owns property and a coffee farm Mm. like he's trying to make the police think that they just went for a swim and accidentally got swept away maybe Mm -hmm. a little further north from these shorts f found human remains (gasps) wow i was not prepared for that f actually notifies police right away this time oh good on him also located at the scene where uh were two different shoes Only one was confirmed to belong to either girl, which was Lizanne. And her foot is still mostly preserved inside it. Oh, God. So this this F guy is just traveling around in the bush by himself trying to find this shit? Like, or is there people with him? But this is on his property. I believe he was alone just touring the trail. Near his property. Not on it, but near. That's super sketchy. That's very suspicious. It'd be different if he was like, he came across the stuff with like authorities or like some other volunteers, but like him finding it by himself on his property right after they found some nice folded jeans and shit. I don't know. That's very sus. That's what the kids say, right? Sus? Yeah, that's what they read, sus. Red sus. F sus. F sus, yeah. (laughs) Wait, what's red in Spanish? Rojo. Rojo sus. Rojo sus. Suspecto. (laughs) (laughs) Also, one half of Chris's pelvic bone was also forensically identified at the same location. How long has it been? It has been like three months, April, May, June, two months. Two months. And her foot is still preserved inside her shoe which i mean it was tightly laced not in the water it was kind of like under some brush too so it's kind of miraculous that uh your pelvic bone's pretty fucking solid though uh-huh. it's gonna take a little while for it to be crumbling yes and and um uh, uh, osteo whatever those doctors are called was interviewed and said there's no snapping that in half no. yeah it would have no to chance. crumble naturally but it's Okay, that's, I mean, I get it. I guess they, if they fell from a really far distance, it could have broken it enough, but. Where's the rest of them? Yeah. Why would only half of the same bone 
decompose. And in two months, it's not going to. It's bone. No, it's it take years. It fucking bones last a thousand years, you know, spent in the right conditions, fucking probably a million years. Especially not underground, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, is there, and this is going to sound like maybe an insensitive question, but I'm just like some sort of like native tribe there, like some sort of uh, people that live in the fucking jungles around there that don't uh, attach with society. There's people who live around it, but there's no like cottage or anything in the woods or like hut. You know what I mean? You're thinking like indigenous tribes. Yeah. Like some sort of like, this would explain like the photos, the random photos. What, what is this fancy machine thing that's mm. going on? What is this crazy thing? And they're just taking, Oh wow. That flashed. What's this in the middle of the air? Ooh. And they're taking every minute. Look, you check this out. No, it's uh, no, it's civilized or, you know, it's not like some, that little island, that Sentinelese island that killed that fucking Jesus thumper that tried to go bring them Jesus. That fucking idiot. Yeah, what a jackass. (laughs) What a fucking dickhead. I don't know that one. Yeah, you never heard this before? They have this little No, someone's had to send me a link. What a moron. I'll give you the cliff notes. They have this little island that's in the middle of the ocean that's never seen civilization. And they literally like will shoot bow and arrows at helicopters and shit that go by. So it's illegal to go there. But this one guy is like, you know what? They need Jesus. So he goes there and fucking gets killed within five minutes of being there. And they put his head on a goddamn pike on the goddamn uh, beach going like, don't come here. We told you to fucking leave us alone. Oh, yeah. So he got Socrates. He got fucked. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Only they didn't give him a choice. They were like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what an Terrible. idiot, though. I know that. Yes, that guy's a fucking idiot. I already know that. Oh, Don't push your beliefs yeah. on people. You're probably going to get killed. <laughs> like, regardless. And of he'd, what... been war- he'd been warned. He's like, they're a, they're a fucking tribe of cannibals, man. You go there and they're going to cut your head off. Well, he literally fucking rode himself out there like in a fucking rowboat. (laughs) Well, the guy brought him so far and he said, I'm not going any further. They'll shoot at me. So here Mm -hmm. you get a rowboat and row out there. He's like, the power of Jesus will save me. The power of Jesus will save me. The power of Jesus. The power of Christ compels you. He met Jesus bright and early that day. He did. (laughs) He literally said he was like, if I die, it's okay because it's a noble cause to like bring faith to these heathens or some shit. Okay, Socrates. Jesus Christ. It's like, you know what? I couldn't agree more. (laughs) And and fucking, you know what? Jesus is probably looking down on him, just going, dude, you've been warned. Why do you think I put them on an island? Why do you think I put them there? That's right. Why do you think they're in the middle of fucking nowhere? <laughs> and visiting you in your dreams for no goddamn reason. That's my yeah. third grade science project. Leave it alone. <laughs> That's my diorama. Don't touch it. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that case then. So there's no like jungle tribe that just fucking killed them. And okay, fair enough. I'm going to say it's probably no. There's seven indigenous tribes of panama apparently um and they take up 12 percent of the panamanian population but that's like that that could be like indigenous like in canada where it's like mm. not you know, a, like, not like uncivilized in a hut and they they i just say locals sounds nicer yeah yeah natives has a bit of a well and then they're gonna get confused on what country we're even in <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that was June 19th. We found 
shoes, one not belonging to either girl. That one didn't have a foot in it. Yeah, right. So like, what's up with that? Who's just losing shoes? And it was like a it was like one of those um, not loafers, but like the like the nicer style, like dress up shoe for men that was like tied, like lace tied. Like a boat shoe? Yes. Thank you. Mm. Wait, it was a dude's shoe? It was a I, whose foot was it? Uh, it was uh, Lizanne's foot. Okay. But her foot was put in a shoe that didn't belong to her. No, no, no. Two shoes were found. <laughs> Only one belonged to the girls. The other one didn't belong to Chris or Lizanne. Okay. Yeah. So they're I'm like, like, so they cut her foot off. Why is there a dude's shoe? <laughs> they're just dressing her in odd fashion senses. That makes so much more sense. Okay. <laughs> they're trying to send a message, Christy. Okay. Dress better. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Be more stylish, for God's sake. <laughs> Stop coming down here in your Dutch outfits. Well, what is she wearing, like, fucking clogs? This is a real shoe. <laughs> Keep your fucking clogs at home. <laughs> You'll be nice. I made these myself. Clog making would be fun. Why don't they teach that here? Reminds me of that one fairy tale. Or not fairy tale. But, you know, the old man who works on shoes and has Oh, the, the cobbler. The cobbler and the you. elves. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys are all just very uh, fluent and tally these days. <laughs> when I was a kid, there was like a, a movie, The Princess and the Cobbler, I think it was called. And it was like the weirdest animation ever. Matthew Broderick did the voice of the cobbler and nobody remembers it. Nobody remembers it. It was oh. like my favorite shit ever. So it's like one of those Mandela effects, but backwards. Alan, <laughs> Alan Nam. But when you think of... <laughs> Mandela, who is who would be his opposite? That's what we can call it. Like the Grand Wizard of the KKK? I don't know. The Grand Wizard effect. <laughs> Grand Wizard of the KKK. That's uh, what they call themselves, right? The the leaders. David Duke. That's what his name is. So let's jump to July 30th. More bones are spotted by locals, all mixtures of both girls' DNA. Uh, Chris's bones appeared to be sun bleached but detectives believe there was far too much foliage cover plus many rainstorms in the last four months for this to be a true sun bleaching. Wow. Oh God. So that, that makes it either a, they moved it from being bleached or B it was like bleached bleached, which Mm. is both terrifying. Cause like just be, even if you like, okay, whatever you find some bones and they're all bleached just to pick them up and like move them would be creepy. You know? Like, even if there's no ill will intended, it'd be like, that would be the creepy part. Why are you picking up these fucking bones? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of like Richard's uh, aboriginal theory, though, because to me, that says the bones are all like scattered in different places. They discarded them as they ate the girls. It sounds like it to me so far. But I mean, if there's no real indigenous tribe, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. But may- maybe it's yeah. Bigfoot. Just turning into trees and then eating humans. Bigfoot is not made for that climate. It's uh, Bigfoot's cousin. What's like a big, like a big naked Sasquatch? <laughs> yeah. Ew. Black Squatch. He's like one of those Sphinx cats. A Sphinx Squatch. Oh. A Sphinx Squatch. <laughs> Ew. God, he just looks like a huge ball sack. Uh, imagine <laughs> Bigfoot's dick, but he's also naked. Just imagine. Oh. <laughs> naked as in no fur. 
No, no, it's gonna be. No, he's just not wearing pants. <laughs> oh, it was his shorts on the rock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would he eat the foot? Like, didn't we discuss that? Like, we would eat You're the bony foot. Bony man, not enough meat. Yeah, there's like no meat on a foot. What's the point? They didn't know how to get in there. They don't have laces. They're like, what are these things? It's like it's like our gullet or our giblets or whatever it's called with turkeys. Oh, the yeah. giblets, I think they're called. Giblets. Yep. I think they're called giblets, but I might be stupid. Yeah, giblets. We're all literally. It's up. giblets for sure, but giblets is fun. Mm. Yeah, it's just extra. I said gullet. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even mention it. I knew you did it. Uh. <laughs> You're like, you know what? Make fun of me for this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so bones are also like made with pores. So if they were just sitting in the dirt the entire time, they would have like absorbed the color of and the and the moisture of the dirt, you know, not not even just like the brownness, but like it would have looked old and kind of gross, you know, rather than mm-hmm. stripped and dried from the sun. There's a joke in there somewhere. Okay, I don't got it. Old Before gross it strippers. It's there bleached in the sun i just can't find yeah <laughs> old strippers bleaching oh it'll come to me just okay so lazan's bones appeared to have naturally decomposed in the exact same area so there's like two theories behind this um either okay see this is where it gets confusing um so either chris died much 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 before lazan or Chris's body was like stored somewhere and placed with Lisa and later. How long did they reckon they'd been dead for? Uh, since a- uh, April 8th. So like basically right after um, the last set of photos. Yes. They believe their remains have been out there for four months. How much do you reckon that we're saying reckon now? I like that, y'all. Follow-up question. Were there any, <laughs> like, signs on the bones of, like, punctures, like, sh- bladed instruments? Very good question. There was nothing found on these bones other than uh, the, like, separation of, of the rest of the bones that weren't found. Did they find their skulls? They did not. That's going to be the telling part. I wonder if that's intentional, though. Could there be just animals? Like, is there tigers? I know it's not tigers, but do, do, is there like there's predat there's predatory animals out there? Yes, like big cats. Yeah, just taking the bones yeah. somewhere else, and then they. But I guess they would have noticed like gnawing or whatever, right? If it would have yeah, been a big they animal, bite marks on the bones and stuff. Yeah, I don't think that they all. I don't think they eat people like lobsters either. Like, I don't think they yeah. just like grab the pelvis and just. And I don't think they would eat all of them either you know like there'd be chunks out of the middle and probably the rest the full skeleton should be intact they wouldn't leave the foot either they'd be able to smell it yeah an animal definitely would get in those laces yes and these bones were scattered for two miles up and down or sorry two kilometers so like what yeah 1.2 or something yeah so i mean not a very far span was this all along the riverbed yes this is all next to the Rio Culebra. Is it possible they were just washing up? 
But then again, it's a river. It goes somewhere. It heads into a body of water, right? Right. Well, it, it, it absolutely leads to, to Boquette, where they were staying, you know, because that's what you do. You follow water back to land or back mm-hmm. to civilization. So the, they're, they're going the opposite way of the stream, which is north, right. rather than back south to where the town is. The, dis- the distribution of the bones could almost make sense if they are deceased in one specific part of the river and just the flow of the river was like removing, if the riverbed was really shallow there, it was just removing bones one at a time with the current. And that's mm-hmm. why they're ending up really But that would, mean, that would mean that the river has to have so much force that it can rip a body to shreds. Over time, yeah. it does. Months? I mean, two months is going to speed up the process exponentially. They remember the um, the avalanche case, the Dyatlov Pass, and that guy, his whole front was totally ripped to shreds. It's because he was face down in a river. I mean, that was only like a day. Mm. River's current is, especially if it's been raining a lot, because the current's going to move a lot faster. And it's going to raise the water too. The yeah, water will go up. That's why investigators don't think it's the rivers, because the water was so high. They would have just been. It would have carried the whole current yeah, away. It would have gone all the way. And also, it, it wasn't a forceful river. It was kind of, it was uh, eight kilometers elevation from start to finish. Oh, well, that goes, there goes that theory. Huh. There's a lot to this. There's more. August 30th. So we're going to jump ahead at another month that those uh, other bones are found. Uh, so August 30th. A few more miles north of where the second set of bones were found, a rolled up chunk of skin was located along with more bones from lower extremities. These are identified as belonging to Lizanne. A rolled up chunk of skin. Oh my God. Like a taquito? (laughs) Yeah, like a... (laughs) Like folded in on itself, yes. Like a taquito. Like a pancake. Do they know where what part of the body is? Like the back skin? That they don't know. They just identified it as Lisan. Oh, that's gross. That's such a gross, like, especially since the bones were bleached, but you found some skin later on. It should be gone. It should be very long Absolutely. gone. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. After four months left to the elements, there is seemingly no valid explanation as to why the skin wouldn't decompose. Someone's freezer. They are discarding them as they're being eaten. I, I think that's what's happening to someone's. There's a cannibal ring in Panama. So it is literally a taquito. It's literally a taquito. Mm. It makes me want to eat it a bit. Richard! Is it leg meat? Because then I might actually want to eat it. I wish I knew. I don't know. Smoke leg meat. Actually, no. I don't want to know. Well, yeah, I want to know just so I can solve this for them. Okay. Um, it is at this time that prosecutors in Panama officially rule the deaths of both Chris and Lisanne as an accidentally accidental fall into the river while lost in the woods which could explain how their bodies were ripped apart and spread about for miles and the investigation was fully closed i don't disagree if it weren't for like these little small factors that are totally inconsistent yeah sometimes it's just easier to say fuck it it's over give somebody some closure and like they probably know it's not that. It's just like, how else do we solve this? Like, yeah. what are we doing with this rolled up chunk of fucking? Are we gonna keep this in evidence locker forever? Can we get rid of the fucking chunk of meat? Uh, can we just call it over? Can we just call it over? I don't know. I, I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying, like, 
Like, what do you cut, get from this? By investigating it? Yeah, like, what? They're both dead. Unless it's, like, a murderer. I don't know. It is consistent with them getting lost and then hurting themselves and dying that way. Or just dying from being lost. Like, I mean, although they were collecting water and shit. So I really, I, I feel like those two girls could probably have survived, like, a month out there easy. The tour guide right he's he's like licensed as as like a business so there is reviews uh and there's one in particular right on the top um it was added uh july of 2019 i'm actually looking at it right now i'm on the site uh tripadvisor.com and it reads great guide but not for women traveling alone date of experience september 2018 It took me almost a year to finally post this review. I strongly recommend women to not hire F uh, as your guide if you're by yourself. It's a big contrast if you look at the other reviews where F is described as a very nice person, which he probably is for many people. I have to say he's very charming, funny, and can probably, as you will read in other reviews, have a great day with him. Did a walking tour with him. He's the guide that knows the area by heart. Not long after we left, he subtly started to flirt with me and also touching me. First my hand, but also my arms, shoulders and legs. Even after telling him many times to stop doing that, uh, he wears a big machete and suggested to chop off my legs. Parentheses. Uh, This, of course, was a joke, but still dot, 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 parentheses. He has an obsession for Northern European women, and I felt very unsafe. It's a personal story, but Google his name, and you'll unfortunately find more stories like this about him. Are we keeping this guy anonymous so that he doesn't, people don't go see him? Or, like, I feel like we should put him on blast so people fucking give him shitty reviews and stuff like that. I can, I absolutely can say his business name, which has his name in it, but that's up to Celeste. We know the repercussions of what's going to happen if we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a suspect. Look, you know what? We didn't put that podcast on blast. We don't generally put people on blast here. It it opens us up to liability. You're all smart listeners. You can find this information yourself. Yeah, for sure. I literally found it within a click typing in Panama walking tours. Mm. All I have to say is F that guy. (laughs) So like the questions I have. Oh, yeah. There's also there was also a missing image from the camera. Image number 509 was deleted by a computer and it was determined that it was deleted by a computer because partial data was left over. Um, And it was also discovered that it was deleted after photo 510 was taken. That could just be them deleting it themselves. What's what's 506? Like, what is it a disturbing one? 506? Like, does you feel like they're still alive at this point at 506? I don't know. Yeah. And like I said, like the images, I don't think were numbered, but I mean, they totally could have been. I just what was didn't. 510? The last photo taken. Oh, it was the last one, which was the cliff or whatever. Yeah. And then 508, I believe, was Chris's head. I was going to say, it's possible if it is sequential to the head that they were checking for ticks and maybe she took a picture of her vagina. Although if it was done with a computer, they don't have a fucking computer. Exactly. It happened after. It, it, yeah. This is why you need a butthole partner. You don't have to take pictures. Celeste could just be looking at her, seeing if there's ticks around the vision. And then we don't have to race any pictures. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, if I were lost in the woods and it was fucking nighttime and I've been there for seven days, ticks would be the least of my fucking worries, yeah. especially yeah. in the middle of the night. 
Like I'm not checking for ticks. I don't give a fuck. Let them eat me because I'm trying to survive already. I think worrying about ticks would be a great way to keep your mind off the fact that you're lost in the middle of the woods in the middle of the night. I don't know. I think the girls are smart enough to keep their cool at least until those photos, you know, because why, why did it take seven days to come up with the idea? Well, if they're keeping their cool, they're worried about ticks. They cause Lyme disease. I don't think they're worrying about it in the middle of the night. That's just my, they probably do it during the day. And then at night they're like, okay, we, now we have to like worry about big, huge animals trying to eat us Yeah, and potentially other people. But hmm. well, if they didn't have a computer, it's a moot point, but still, I'm not kidding. Check yourself for ticks. Well, yes, but I mean, if you're in the woods trying to survive, like wait until it's daytime. We don't need to waste time. Do it then too. You can eat them. See, like I I look at this and okay, let's pretend there is some sort of nefarious shit going on. Well, there is obviously, but I mean, what's the motivation of putting the backpack back? And what's the motivation of like folding the jeans and leaving them out there just to like get the heat off you, I guess, to try and like make the cops to get the investigation closed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think if someone did abduct them or whatever we're saying here, um, yeah, I think I think with the investigation and the Netherlands um, police coming, I think the heat got the kitchen got hot and they had to get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes more sense to just destroy that shit so no one could like. What if you accidentally left a fingerprint or like? Yeah, you could be careful as you want, but DNA you could just drop a little flake of your fucking beard in there or your something, right? So it's probably just smarter. Like if that's the case, these guys are dumb criminals or girls or whomever are just dumb criminals. You just burn the shit out of that stuff. Why not just burn it? Or somehow they have enough money where they can pay off investigators and prosecutors to be like, listen, just close it. Yeah, I this is my tour and I don't want this associated with me. So here's the money to shush about it. Yeah, I think, well, were the, were the Netherlands authorities still involved by the time that this uh, the identifying stuff was found? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's possible. Like within the authorities there, certainly he could probably bribe them into into telling him what to do to get the investigation closed at least because the backpack is so obviously purposefully linked to the girls you know and then the shorts folded neatly by the river like it's it's obviously very staged i agree but i think that wouldn't there's no reason to do that with with the netherlands authorities still involved yeah like why do it with organized crime either too if we're if we're going that route like why leave evidence behind I can't believe the Netherlands authorities closed it. I really can't. I find that really surprising. It was the Panama prosecutors that closed it, but I think that like was a was a joint decision. I think it would have to be, right? Or other, otherwise it would still be open. I think, I think so. Yeah. But it's who knows had more. Yeah, who exactly. So it's their jurisdiction. They probably have a little more power behind it. I could see it. If it was all like an inside thing, I mean it's it was just the puzzle pieces laid so neatly too neatly a way that only a cop would know how to lay them Mm. or someone who's done this before yeah but there's been no similar cases of missing women has there yes 51 people went missing in panama that year holy shit what yes 51 that area that area you guys want to go catch him? Yeah, let's go. We'll go paint Lindsay on his ass. We'll go fucking catch him. 
Dicks. 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 <laughs> You're sending the guys. He doesn't want to. He wants to molest one of you guys. I'm just there as backup. <gasps> what if it's Gets? He was just fucking there. <laughs> <gasps> That's true. It's totally him. Is that what F stands for? Richard Gets? Junior? <laughs> 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 is it Gets? I'm pretty sure Gets is the third. Yeah, he's the third. He's definitely a junior. I looked him up on. Oh my god! So he could be like the third of the serial killers. It's like a family thing. They could have been doing this forever, like, and he's the third one. He just went there. He just went there to what is it called? He just went there to make his bones. Maybe that's why he was just there. Have any women gone missing in since? Well, it gets like the last couple of months. There? I don't know. <laughs> Lots of people oh. go missing in Panama every year. Like lots. Oh yeah, just joking. It's not you, Rick. Relax. So like, they're like, what if it's linked to sex trafficking? Which was like, why I was like, what if if it's organized crime? Why leave the evidence? They would take. They would just rot. They would take it. Yeah, it would be theirs. I don't know. It'd have to be pretty rough sex trafficking for the pelvis to crack in half. Uh, or a machete attached to your hip may do the trick. I don't know though. I'm no expert at hacking bones. If you were strong enough, you could you could do that with a machete for sure. How long in between them disappearing and finding the skin? How long was that? That was four months. Four months, yeah. Yeah, fuck. They've had that preserved somewhere. And that was the last thing they found. Yeah, see, like why would all... Oh, God. What type of person would keep a piece of skin in their fridge and then just be like, okay, what's the date? Dahmer. Yeah, crazy cannibal. Milwaukee cannibal. <laughs> Time to time to put it in the time to put it back in the in the forest. Like and where's like can you get prints off of people? Can you get prints off of like a person? Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah, oh absolutely. Yep. So there they are wearing gloves in the forest. Hmm. Wonder why. Mm-hmm. Well, weren't they like in the river? That would wash away prints. I don't know about the skin. It was just like found in the woods. Yeah, this so weird. The whole, all of the evidence that's planted is weird. It doesn't make sense unless you're like mm. some TV serial killer who likes to like leave crumbs of evidence for the police to kind of find them. Like unless it's a serial killer who wants to be found, eventually yeah. it doesn't make fucking sense. It, it, all of it, like the skin included, the bones, the bleached bones. Why would you, that's that, obviously you took time to bleach them. You want them. Why don't you just keep them? Obviously, unless somebody was close, closing in on you. And but I mean, it's also it's it would also be a way to um, make an undetermined time of death for one girl versus the other. Yeah, because it was only one yep. girl's bones that were bleached specifically, right? Chris's. Yep. And Lizanne's were naturally decomposed and seemingly not moved. It's almost like someone favored Chris. Uh huh. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. You said that the bleach didn't see it could be natural, but it also could not be natural. Right. Like you said, it was not. 100% that it was natural bleach too so yeah it seemed unlikely yeah. yeah yeah and being being in the area that they were like in a in a forest that would have had lots of humidity and stuff like you said the bone, bones are porous so it would have sucked up the moisture in the ground for them to be as bleached as they were it's almost and i mean have you guys ever like fallen into a glacial river at all i mean they're the fastest ones i can think of like my flat ass fucking rivers don't go anywhere like it takes you three hours just to go two miles um floating on our rivers but i've, I've fallen in a river once and i mean 
yeah, there's like undertow or not undertows, but currents, mm. you know, but I mean, these are experienced like hiker girls. They knew what they were doing. They, they did their research. They knew what to do and they, they adventure together. Like that was their thing. So, you know, when you fall into a river to swim with the current, you just do it to get out. So yeah. I just don't think that river could rip them apart like that to leave where, no. where no, there, there's some pieces that aren't found. Like, wait, what? Yeah. I think it's totally possible if the river is moving fast enough because it's raining. But I mean, that would make sense to me if they fell from a high space and then died from like a head injury and they remain stationary, like wedged in the river or whatever. But that would have to be a very specific set of circumstances that doesn't make sense. Exactly. And and they're saying that the cause of death was a fall and the manner of death was accidental without any evidence to support it. Yeah, there really isn't any. It's not like there's any trauma on the body that indicates a fall. There's not even enough pieces to put together to say if they fell or not. They can't say head injury without the fucking heads. Yeah. I know this isn't the private dick show, but did you get into any of the Reddit theories or anything on this? I didn't. No, I didn't have time. It was bigger than I thought. That's fair. I'm curious what people have put together on this. Because, mm. like, the only thing that makes sense to me is, like, they got lost. Obviously, that's clear. We can't argue that they didn't get lost. They got lost, but Mr. Tour Guide knows this area like the back of his hand, found them. And uh, my guess is favored Chris, had a thing for Chris. And... Because because whose phone was he on? Chris's. Uh, yeah. But the investigators are sure Chris died first. Well, that makes sense because I imagine Chris would be the one fighting harder to get away from him. Because he's favoring her. I see. Yeah. yeah. My guess is whatever he managed to hold. Uh, what's her name? Lissan. But uh, like um, he restrained her, whatever. And he was favoring Chris would be my guess. And Chris put up too much of a fight and she got killed probably accidentally would be my guess. And then he kept her. Yeah. We know he's sexually aggressive by the review. That's so scary. And carries a machete. I still think he's eating her too. The evidence suggests he kept her. He's not a skinny man. Ew. Although eating people wouldn't make you fat. Eating a lot of them would. I don't think so. It's like eating a lot of burgers, right? Eating a full person eating. before it rots would make you fat. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of meat. You'd be eating a lot unless you have just a freezer. That skin thing creeps me out. Um, yeah, and and the uh, discrepancies with the taxi driver. I just have a little note here. Um, so he said he dropped him off at 1.40 p.m., but they made it to the summit at 1 p.m. So that wouldn't make any sense you would have had to have dropped them off at least 12 30 or before i think all the tourists would kind of blend together though i was gonna say that's just a memory thing i think i don't think there's yes a... yes you would think so but this taxi driver actually did die a year after they went missing found drowned face down in a foot and a half of water river did it the dog blue has anybody looked into blue <laughs> did anyone follow I blue's clues <laughs> hey guys thanks so much for listening 
Head on over to our Facebook and Instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical. Just search Unethical Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon, where you can get access to all of our super awesome content, uncut videos of our discussions, and early release of all the episodes. We are adding fun stuff all the time, so you should definitely come and check it out. Thanks again. We appreciate all of you. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs>